With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Tennis.com podcast. And here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Hi, everyone. Australian Open podcast here once again at Tennis.com. I am Ed McGrogan talking with Steve Tinger down in Melbourne, Australia. Um, just got back from the women's final very shortly. Uh, we're heading to the men's final next. Going to talk about that here. Uh, a match that I think will hopefully see, I think, some higher quality tennis for at least. I mean, the, the drama is probably a, a different department. Um, and that's what I want to get into today a little bit is um, Andy Murray and Novak Djokovic. And, and it's a match that I think is really taken on added significance, especially because Murray just beat Federer. Um, you know, with that result, I think it's pretty clear that we're watching right now the two top players in the world at the moment. Um, and this is something you referenced in your preview, Steve, that this might be really a defining match for both guys. Yeah, I think um, there's a lot for both of these guys. Murray, I think that win over Federer may have been Murray's biggest win or, or up there just, just because of the way he played and the way he finally beat Federer at a Grand Slam. Um, so now you have Murray playing Djokovic um, with sort of, you know, maybe looking forward as to as to who's going to get off, um, you know, who's going to sort of take control of this rivalry that we sort of see, you know, continuing for possibly for a few years in Grand Slam finals. I think for Djokovic, it's actually a bigger match. I think he's going to want this match a lot just because he lost to Murray at the U.S. Open. He's number one. I think he feels like now he feels comfortable at number one. He feels like that's part of who he is. You know, he does he doesn't take that lightly, and he wouldn't want to. I don't think he would. You know, he's he's sort of learned to to make that part of himself, and he doesn't want to lose to the same guy ranked below him in two straight Grand Slam finals. I think he's he'll be pretty desperate not to make that not to let that happen. Whereas Murray, there may be a little less. He, I don't think he's really expected to win. He's not the number one player. Um, so there's a little less pressure for him. Maybe that maybe that helps him, but um, but I'm you know he I think going forward he wants to this is the next step for Murray Djokovic. I mean in a way he hasn't passed Federer for good in every single match, but in a way he's he has elevated himself. You can see now that he you know his Federer start to fade uh, slowly. Murray you know at, at this point sort of crosses I think crosses over him. I think we we would think very differently of Andy Murray in quite a positive light if he does pull this off. Last year at the Open, I think he was riding a very strong wave going in from that Olympic um, you know Olympic triumph. Of course, this a new year kind of things have reset and and to start off the season with such a big result would be um, 
you know, so I think we really have to rethink how we how we kind of put Andy Murray in in respect to all players really now. So it it's a huge match for both guys. I definitely agree with you there. Um, talking about the tactics a little bit. Murray served so well against Federer. He hit um, 20 or 21 aces. It, it was really the difference maker in the match. You know, this match here, it, it's such, it's two very similar players. You know, could this really just come down to a, a, a thing like who serves better with with such similar games and styles? Yeah, I mean, in the past they've broken each other a lot, so they the matches don't have a lot of momentum. They're, they have good returns and their serves aren't huge, so a lot of breaks to serve. If Murray can change that where Djokovic can't break him as easily, then that does make a difference. The difference there is though that Federer, Federer's return isn't as good as, as Djokovic's. Murray will have to, would have to serve you know, really well to, keep, um, to, you know, to do what he did against Federer, to have the kind of aces in the, in the um, service games that he did where Federer really just couldn't get any, anything going on, on Murray's serve. It's an even higher order to do that against Djokovic. But that is that is a big um, variable in the match. I think how well Murray can continue to serve. You know that that, that shot comes and goes from day to day. How about you know these two players throughout this tournament? They both played so well, um, and I think most of us classify them as kind of really having all the shots, all the answers all the time. Is there really weaknesses for each each guy that? possibly the other one can exploit like no one else can. Do you think there's any sort of openings there that they can really uh, seize in on? I guess the two of them in the past, they've seemed to have frustrated each other by by doing the same thing to each other, playing really good defense and making the other person um, eventually miss. Like they, These two guys get, get angry a lot because I think they, the other guy frustrates them by doing the same thing they normally do to people. But I don't think there's any real weakness of either player that stands out to me. You know, real some simple tactic that that one of the other players can use. Um, that's the one one of the things about this rivalry. Sort of, it isn't like one guy doing one thing to um, to beat the other. It's sort of them playing their games, and whoever whoever plays better for longer wins. The, the last time they played, or the last time they played in a Grand Slam at the Open. Djokovic pointed it out today that Murray did have an advantage in that match because of the wind. He Murray is a, his game is better in those that type of situation, uh, whereas Djokovic is always seems to be comfortable on on this court. Yeah, and actually talking right there about Djokovic in this court, I wanted to talk a little bit about the stage where you know this is going to happen, Rod Laver Arena. Murray's experienced you know quite a bit of. Uh, heartbreak here in the past the two finals that he has been in in the past three years uh you remember the federal one clearly where he this was you know before this is at, at this point well before he makes his breakthrough last year um and then he plays joke of it before and a final he gets into a little after that and has really thrived here um kind of built his career starting off the season so well in australia um, it's an interesting stage, I think, from that perspective historically. Um, and then the crowd here as well, we've talked about them a lot lately. Um, I, I remember I asked you, but just last podcast about Federer Murray, who they might favor there. As you said, it definitely is a pro Federer crowd. Vika Lee, or um, Lee Nan, Azarenka, the crowd obviously played a little bit of a part in that, how it all turned out. 
Um, anybody that the crowd really supports here in your mind or any sort of you know environmental factors that you might want to consider when thinking about this match? I still think I think Murray will be something of the crowd favorite because he's an underdog. They do tend, you know, Federer aside, I think they tend to go for that here. Djokovic, you know, as as respected as he is, I don't know whether he's a fan favorite, you know, at, at any of these Grand Slams yet. Maybe it'll take a while, but I don't feel like I feel like if I had to guess that Murray will be Murray will be the favorite, partially because of the underdog status. The other thing think about is the court is playing a little faster this year according to according to most players. Um, I think that could favor Murray a little bit. Djokovic really does seem to like that slow hard court. Murray does too, but but I feel like that's one of the things that Djokovic has counted on in this um, tournament is that that court to help his game. Right, and and the U.S. Open, of course, on a faster court, you you get Murray there with that result last year too. I think that certainly played a little bit of a part in that. Um, last thing that the thing I've I've kind of gone back to thinking about this match a little bit is really just the forehand, and I I said that was a that was kind of what I based my last prediction on of Federer playing Murray. I thought that was a pivotal shot because it was um, sort of in Roger's control. Roger, you know, Federer kind of sprayed that, a lot of errors coming off that. Um, in this match, it's it's one where I think, going back to what I said about weaknesses, I think potentially that could be the one shot that Murray might not measure up to Djokovic as well. I think it's kind of Djokovic's trump card. It's kind of the best shot out there if he's hitting it his best. Um, Murray, I think, has obviously improved it so much recently, but I do think that's one difference between the two, and it's kind of the reason I, I think I'm picking Djokovic here. I think it's it's less about fitness. I, I think we've seen already this week that these guys with a full day of rest, it's not going to phase them. They're kind of just marathon warriors and and um you know i don't think that plays a big role in it. i think it's kind of little differences and i think that's the reason i'm going with djokovic here and, and you're also going with djokovic albeit in a, a pretty close result yeah i think it's i think it could be close these guys tend to go back and forth nobody dominates for a long time normally um they played the two five setters last year and two late really close three setters um yeah, Djokovic does have the better forehand. Murray hit his well. He actually hit yesterday. He hit his better than he had, had more winners than Federer. That's probably more because of Federer's poor showing. But um, but Murray will have to hit that shot well. The downside is Djokovic is Djokovic is kind of there with the defense and with the good backhand. You know, Djokovic just doesn't have any things to exploit. So Murray was going to have to find. You know, it's almost like they both go back into their defensive shells because there's no other way to beat the other guy. You know, that's sort of been the pattern. So we'll see what happens. We'll see whether Murray can hit that forehand as well as he did against against Federer and hit it a lot because Djokovic will force him to do that. Sounds good. We will um, we'll see you tomorrow and uh, with your report down there, we'll have a live chat going on during the men's final uh, 3.30 a.m. Eastern and um, of course many other things too on tennis.com about Murray versus Djokovic. Um, quite a match we have here. Thanks for listening. Tennis.com podcast. You've been enjoying Tennis.com's weekly podcast. Thanks for listening. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com. 